IV, Soccer News IV, it's in your veins. Brought to you by SoccerRom.com from Bumblebee to high school to college to the pros. Before the best coaches go to practice, they go to SoccerRom.com. Hello and welcome. I'm Stephen Parr, host of Soccer News IV. Let's start with our top story. The Baltimore Blast win the MISL championship. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Our real top story. Bruce names names. U.S. national team head coach Bruce Arena named his rosters, 23-man roster, for the upcoming World Cup. And he did it live on ESPN's Sports Center. And then following the announcement, Landon Donovan, Claudia Reyna, Eric Winalda, and Marcelo Balboa all talked about the selections in live interviews on SportsCenter and ESPN News. Now, for those of you who may not appreciate the significance of this, a history lesson. Back during the 1986 World Cup in Mexico, the only game I was able to see was the Argentina-England game, and no one else had even heard of the World Cup. And that included guys on my soccer team. In 1990, some of the games were available on television. Many were tape delayed. But if you wanted to see all of the games, you had to know somebody with a big honking old satellite dish. Not the little ones we put on our house. These were big ones. Well, luckily for me, the sock shop down the street did. So I spent a lot of the early mornings standing around a rack of umbros watching a 15-inch television high up on a shelf. And by 1994, many Americans had at least heard of the World Cup, which they referred to as the, quote, World Cup of Soccer. But there was no hoopla about who was on the team and who wasn't. Most Americans were surprised to learn that there were 22 adults in this country who actually knew how to play the sport. And in part, they had a point because some of our best players were actually born in other countries. In 98, well, okay, let's just forget about 98. In 2002, yes, people had heard about the team by now, thanks in part to Brandy Chastain's PK celebration in 99, but no one knew who was on the team, or for that matter, who wasn't on the team. And now, more than a month before the tournament, ESPN thinks that naming the roster is such a big deal that they string us along for more than half an hour, teasing the big story before every commercial break, we have come a very, very long way in just 20 years. There really weren't many surprises on the U.S. roster announcement this week. All three keepers, Keller, Hahnemann, and Howard, were predicted by most pundits, including our crack staff here at Soccer News IV. Defenders included Carlos Bocanegra, Steve Trundolo, Jimmy Conrad, Corey Gibbs, Frankie Hayduck, Eddie Lewis, Gucci Onyewu, and Eddie Pope. Now, Conrad was a surprise to many. I had picked Bird Halter instead. Now, Bruce liked Jimmy, and since Bruce is the national team coach, and I'm not, Jimmy goes, and Greg has a standing invitation to watch the games at my house. Arena named eight midfielders. They include Demarcus Beasley, Bobby Convey, Clint Dempsey, Landon Donovan, Pablo Mastroeni, John O'Brien, 
Ben Olsen, and Captain Claudia Reyna. Last week, Soccer News IV got all of those correct, not to toot our own horn or anything. The other big surprise on the roster was in the forward line. Arena has called up Brian Ching, Eddie Johnson, Brian McBride, and Josh Wolf. Most pundits thought Taylor Twelman would make the squad ahead of Ching. If you listened to this show last week, I called for Ching and Twelman and not Wolf, but I can't say I'm surprised Wolf is on the list. I also don't think folks should be surprised that Bruce picked Ching over Twelman. Think back to 1998 for a minute, just, just for a minute. A forward by the name of Roy Lasseter was tearing up MLS on his way to netting 18 goals that season. U.S. head coach at the time, Steve Sampson, decided to leave Roy at home. And the Yanks were only able to put one goal on the board in three games during that World Cup in France. So I say, lesson learned, the Hawaiian is heading to Germany. There's a lot of buzz about this team. It does have depth at every position except possibly left back, but just think about the next round of World Cup hopefuls. That list right now includes names like Freddie Adu, Eddie Gavin, Danny Satella, Kenny Cooper, and Marvell Wynn, plus the younger members of this squad. So if you thought picking or even making this team was hard, just wait another four years. This week, the Washington Post also named names. They named how much money the names they named make. You following? According to the Post, the highest paid player in Major League Soccer is Juan Francisco Palencia of Chivas, USA. He reportedly makes $1.3 million. The number two person on the list is Landon Donovan with a total take of 900000 Eddie Johnson is third with 875000 and Freddie Adu brings home a total of 550000 for fourth place. He will probably pay six figures in taxes this year, and he's not even old enough to vote yet. You can see the complete list at WashingtonPost.com. And finally, the Baltimore Blast won the MISL championship over the St. Louis Steamers. St. Louis had tied the home and away series 1-1 live on ESPN on Sunday, ESPN 2 on Sunday. Then Michael Millwood put home the decisive golden goal for Baltimore. It is the Blast's third championship in the last four years. This may come as a big surprise to you, to many of you, since most soccer fans didn't even know the MISL still existed. Now the MISL says it's expanding. The Detroit Ignition start play next season, followed by new teams in Orlando and Newark, New Jersey in 2007. Let's get on to this week's game. It was a great week for the visitors as the traveling team picked up at least a point in all six MLS games. L.A. outlasted Real Salt Lake 3-2. Landon Donovan just took over parts of that game. He had a role in all three of L.A.'s goals, and the good news for the Galaxy is that they have such a great player on their roster. The bad news for the Galaxy is he's also on Bruce's roster, and he's going to be unavailable, hopefully, for much of the summer. FCD and DCU each walked away with a point on Saturday. The Hoops' Ronnie O'Brien tied up the score 1-1 just before halftime with a great shot from about 25, 30 yards out. 
Then Dallas's defense put the brakes on United's attack. Not many teams have been able to do that. In case you missed the game, Dario, Dallas's Dario Sala had a monster of a game with nine total saves. Three of those were just spectacular. Remember, Sala is Dallas's backup keeper, or at least he was Dallas's backup keeper before this weekend. The Wizards beat the Columbus crew in Columbus 1-0. Josh Wolf put away the game winner in the 74th minute. The Dynamo also won 1-0 on the road. This was the second time they've beaten Colorado this year. Brian Ching scored the goal for Houston. Good news for Colorado, Ching only scored one goal. So that's, that's an improvement. The Bulls and the Goats tied in the Home Depot Center. The good news, both teams can record a shutout. Bad news, neither team could figure out how to score. And the early season problems continue for the Revs as Chicago wins 2-1 in Massachusetts. Taylor Twelman headed home England's goal and gave his team the lead in the 54th minute. But 10 minutes later, Tiago ties the game. Four minutes after that, Chris Wolf, Chris Rolf gets the game winner. So Kansas City leaps over D.C. in the east. No one else is even close in the west. The Texas teams top the charts. Dallas has 11 points, while Houston has 9. L.A. is right behind with 7. And Brian Ching expanded his lead on the scores table with 6 goals so far. He has twice as many goals as his closest rivals. This weekend's schedule... Well, after struggling to that 0-0 tie, both Red Bulls and Chivas will take a, another week off to recover. The other 10 teams are active, however. L.A. travels to New England for a rematch of MLS Cup 2005. You can watch it on ESPN2 at 4 Eastern. The Fire continue their road march, this time to Kansas City. That game starts at 8.30 Eastern on HDNet. Dallas and Houston meet for the first time, 8.30 on Saturday. You can watch the inaugural Texas Tangle on direct kick. We'll see if that name catches on. Then at 9, Real Salt Lake hosts the crew. Both teams are struggling and need some points. The game is on direct kick. At the same time, D.C. United heads to mile high. That game is also on direct kick. Well, that's all for now. Thanks for listening. I need to give a big shout out to the folks at SoccerRom.com for all of their support. For Soccer News IV, I'm Stephen Parr. Remember, Soccer News IV, it's in your veins.